Number 19. Here we are. Hello? Anyone there? Professor? Come on, put those equations down. It's your old friend, the Doctor. And if I've got my dates right, I'm wearing a face you'll actually recognise. Hello. Oh, uh, oh, I was looking for Professor Threadstone, noted computer scientist and researcher. I'm afraid he's away at the moment. Can I help? Oh, oh I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm an old friend of the professor's. The doctor, yes. Well, you know me. You're hard to forget. It's lovely to see you again, Doctor. Well, I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage, Miss... I'm Heather. Heather Threadstone. Heather? The professor's daughter? That's right. It's years since you were last here. Oh, it must be. You were in pigtails with a brace on your teeth. And now... Now I'm all grown up. Mm, it's later than I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have to rush off? Oh, no, 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 not that sort of later. I have all the time in the world. Then will you come in and have a cup of tea? That would be delightful. There you are. Most kind. Oh, there's nothing quite like a good hot mug of tea. Biscuit? Oh, best not. So, is your father away for long? To be honest, I don't know. He's gone to California. Mm. Holiday or business? Well, neither, really. He's trying to find a friend of his, Arthur Makeling. I don't think I know him. Another researcher. Dad and Arthur have been friends since university. A few months ago, Dad had a message that Arthur was off to California and he's heard nothing since. Well, he's probably just having a holiday. I hope so. Only Arthur doesn't like travelling and hates flying. Uh -oh. No-one else seems to have heard from him either. Ah, uh, I see. Excuse me while I get that, would you? Mm -hmm, of course. Hello? No, I'm afraid he's away at the moment. Can I help? Oh, sorry, Lucy. I didn't recognise your voice. It's not a great line, is it? I see. Well, I can ask him next time he calls, but I've no idea when that will be. Oh, perhaps just one custard cream. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Everything all right? I'm not sure. That was Lucy Hankin. She works for Dr Albrecht. Well, another of your father's friends. More of an acquaintance. But she wanted to know if Dad has heard from him. I guess she's already asked Albrecht's closer friends and colleagues. Another missing scientist? Yes. It could be just a coincidence, of course. It could. You don't seem convinced. Two scientists Dad knows might have just gone away and not kept in touch for a few weeks. But Lucy isn't the first person to call because they've not heard from someone. Really? I've heard of other scientists who've gone missing too. Well, that sounds rather more suspicious. Is there a connection between them? Not that I can think of. Uh. I mean, each case isn't suspicious in itself. But they've all supposedly gone off on a trip abroad, leaving only vague details of where they're off to or when they'll be back. And none of them have been in contact since? That's right. 
So your father followed this Arthur Makeling to California to try to find out what's going on? That was over a week ago. Mm. Last time he called, Dad said he couldn't find any trace of him. Arthur's not contacted any of their mutual friends or colleagues there. I, uh. I just don't know what to do. If anything... Well, there's always something you can do. We just need to work out what it is. Do you have a list of the missing scientists? The ones I know about, yes. But there could well be more of them. Oh, it's a start. I've got some notes in Dad's study. Bring your tea. Uh, oh, shortbread. And what can I get you? Oh, just an orange juice, I think, thank you. It's a bit early in the day for anything stronger. You enjoy your walk around the island, Mr Jones? Sorry? Oh, yes, yes, very much, thank you. It's a lovely day for it. There you are. Thank you. Oh, oh can I put it on my bill? Of course. The room's all right, I hope. It's very pleasant, thank you. It's not often we have people to stay. Not that much to do around here. Apart from walking. Walking, yes. Anything else I can do for you? Well, there was one thing I wanted to ask you about. Yes? Well, while I was out, I saw a building a couple of miles away up on the cliffs, and it, it looked like an old castle, but it was all fenced off, so I couldn't get close enough to see properly. Just as well. That's not somewhere you want to go wandering about. Really? Why? What's that? Hmm? Oh, it's the US immigration list of people who have entered the country in the last three months. Now, if we narrow that to the week when your friend Arthur Makeling was supposed to have arrived... I didn't realise that anyone could look at the immigration records. They can't. The records are encrypted and on a secure system, a very secure system. And it takes a genius to access them from the outside. A genius. Is that all? Well... Very special sort of genius. <laughs> and... Yes, there we are. You see? But there's nothing. The screen's blank. Exactly. There is no record of anyone called Arthur Makeling entering the US in that week. But that means... It means that wherever your friend is, he's not in California. Not even in the United States. Then where is he? Where indeed... Uh, perhaps he's with these other scientists, wherever they are. But what's the connection? What indeed? Whatever it is, it's not obvious. They're different ages, different backgrounds, different geographical locations. And very different disciplines, too. Exactly. There's no pattern, so far as I can see. So what now? Well, now we find the pattern that we can't see. There must be something... If we find out all we can about each scientist in turn, maybe we'll spot it. You fire up that laptop over there, and we'll take half the list each. And what are we looking for? Something in their background. Maybe their education or their personal life, who knows? But there has to be a link. There you are. Right. Uh, yes. That's the story. The place has been empty for years, ever since the government moved out. Must be halfway to falling down by now. So you don't believe the story? I didn't say that. It was always a weird place. It's not a real castle, you know. What do you mean, not real? It's more recent. A folly or something. But 
old enough to interest ghosts. So they say. And, and, and what sort of ghosts are we talking about? I mean, clanking chains and bed sheets com complete with <laughs> noises. <laughs> oh, you can laugh if you want, but there's quite a few of the locals who've seen strange things up there. Go on. Well, old Derek says he's seen lights at the windows. And a few of the younger lads who work on the fishing boats, they went up there one night for a dare. After a few drinks in here, no doubt. Goes without saying. But they were in a fine state when they got back. Reckoned they'd seen figures. Mm, just figures? Pale as corpses, they said. Wandering about in a trance-like. Maybe they'd been watching too many zombie movies. But from the state they were in, they saw something. Did they indeed? Since then, you'll be lucky to find anyone who'll go near the place after dark. Oh, I'm not surprised. Not that you can get close to it. As you saw, what with the fences and the barbed wire to keep everyone out. Or to keep something in, perhaps. What's that, Mr Jones? Oh, no, 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 I was just thinking out loud. I mean, are you still doing food by any chance? Of course. Let me get you the menu. Got it. You've found the connection. I think I have. You'll have to tell me if it's the same with the ones you've looked at, but every one of these scientists has spent time working for something called the Dominus Institute. The Dominus Institute. Let me check my notes. Uh-huh. Well? You're right. They've all been to Dominus. You think that's significant? Well, don't you? It's a well-known and respected research institute. You'd expect a good number of them to have been there. But all of them? No, I think there's more to it than that. Tell me about the Dominus Institute. I don't know much. Dad's never been, I do know that. So what do you know? It was set up a while ago by an anonymous benefactor. Uh -huh. It provides research facilities and funding to scientists who want to pursue projects outside the usual academic or industrial channels. Interesting. So does it just provide funding... Or is it an actual place? The Institute itself is on an island somewhere off the south coast. Ah. It's inside a converted military installation. But I don't know much more than that. Except that all our missing scientists recently received funding from Dominus. And work there. Hmm? If you get funding, you have to work at their facility. I do know that. Ah. They'll have a website. Hold on a minute. Mm -hmm. You really think this Institute might be the connection? I can't be certain. But I confess that the name of the place worries me rather. Dominus. It's just a name. It's Latin. Yes, I know. It could be another coincidence, but Dominus is Latin for master. Is that important? Honestly, I don't know. But I certainly hope not. Oh, is that their website? Yes. There's a page of upcoming events. Are they having a barbecue? <laughs> no. Oh, pity I like barbecues. But they are holding an exhibition of their current projects. Now, that's more like it. When? This week. In fact, it starts tomorrow at the Relenka Exhibition Centre here in London. Uh -huh. Oh, let me see. Oh, yes. With an inaugural address by Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of the Dominus Institute, Sir Andrew Gubernar. You think we should go? I most certainly do. Hang on. Let me... Oh... Well, what is it? Well, there's a button to book tickets, but it says they've sold out. In that case, I shall need to borrow your telephone. <laughs> if they've sold out on the website, they won't have any left to sell over the phone. I'm not going to buy tickets. 
Then what are you going to do? I'm going to phone Unit. I'm sure they can get us in. Probably as VIPs, and quite right, too. You weren't doing anything in particular tomorrow, were you? Apparently not. Good. You'll be wanting to stay the night, then? Oh, uh, well, yes, I suppose so. All right. You call your contacts at Unit. I'll make up the spare room. think they'd have a special way in for VIPs. I think we just go with the flow. Go with the flow? We can show our passes at the security scanner. Oh, I suppose so, if we must. Come along, then. Can I see your tickets, please? Uh, no tickets. Passes. VIP passes? Here you are. For me and Miss Threadstone. Dr. Threadstone. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realise... Following in your father's footsteps, eh? That's fine, thank you. Now, if you could just empty your pockets before you pass through the scanner. Empty my pockets? Wallet, keys, coins, all in the tray, and your handbag too, please, miss. Oh, no. This could take a while. Can you tell us where the opening address will be? Plain all, on your left, past the doors. Thank you. Um, Do you have another tray? This one seems to be full. Though, if you're expecting to hear from Sir Andrew Gobbinar, I'm afraid you'll be disappointed. Oh? Why's that? Well, he's ill, apparently. Got some chap from the Royal Institute instead. Is that everything? Uh, yeah, I think so. Then if you'd walk through the scanner, please, one at a time. After you. Thank you. Now you, sir. Oh, this is a complete waste of time, you know. You saw me empty my pockets. Even so. Oh, very well. I wasn't sure they were going to let you in after that. Oh, nonsense. It was just the TARDIS key. I wasn't about to hand that over to a complete stranger. Anyway, now we're here, perhaps we can find out what scared this Gobernar chap off. Perhaps he really is ill. It does happen. I think it's highly suspicious. But why would Gobernar cancel if he didn't have to? Perhaps he saw my name on the VIP list. John Smith. I bet you there are at least a dozen other people here called John Smith. Hmm. Anyway, that's not even your real name. What is your real name? That is beside the point. Still, while we're here, we may as well look round. Stand 47B. That looks interesting. Trying to create a non-flux conducting polymer for use in microcircuits. It'll never work. Well, not unless they recalibrate the neutrino coupling and use an osmotic membrane to separate the filaments. How about over there? Transitional materials analysis with a view to non-fragmentary extrapolation, according to the brochure. (sighs) All right. What about this? Memory access, storage and reallocation. More computers? No, I think it's human memory. Yeah? Really? Now that would be interesting. At last. Well, come along. Let's take a look. Ooh, a follow-up. Send an email to the address on the leaflet if you wish to be updated on further developments. Thank you. Can I help you? Yes. I was wondering if you could give us a brief overview of your work, um, Mr... A doctor. Yes? I'm a doctor. Oh, right, yes. Dr Damien Scott. Delighted. I'm Dr John Smith, and this is... Dr Heather Threadstone. How do you do? (laughs) What 
quite a lot of doctors. <laughs> I think it's that sort of party. So, what is it that you're researching, Dr Scott? Well, as you can see from the display boards, our research is psychological in nature. Into human memory. Indeed. We wish to assess the nature of memory and determine whether or not memories may be saved. Can they? Well, our research suggests it is possible. And what do you do with the memories then? The ultimate goal is to find a way to reload those memories into the human brain. To give people other people's experiences. Is that a good idea? If I gave you a brain surgeon's memories and experiences, then you too could be a brain surgeon. But in minutes rather than years. I suppose so. There are other applications. Such as? Browsing other people's psyches for the sake of, what, entertainment? Potentially, but one might also archive memories and save them for future generations. You could put historians out of a job. But a rather more immediate and beneficial application would be the treatment of amnesia and dementia. Yes, I can see that might be of value. Well, thank you so much for your time. There are fact sheets and leaflets, should you require further information. Thank you. Not at all. Well, I thought that was quite interesting. Well, complete and utter waste of time. You're still miffed that Gobinard didn't show up. Mm, possibly. It served only to convince me that we need to investigate further. Investigate what? The Dominus Institute, of course. We need to be on the inside. How? If you're right, and they are behind the disappearances, they're not likely just to invite us in to visit, are they? Oh... I get it. You're going to call unit again. It's one thing to, in the common vernacular, blag a freebie to an expo. It's quite another to call in the hulking might of an international task force on little more than a hunch. No, I have a far more elegant notion. And that is? We apply to the Dominus Institute for funding. Seriously? Seriously. And when we get it... If... We get it. When we get it, they'll invite us to their facility. We just need to find out how to apply. Easy. There's a page on their website. Then what are we waiting for? Oh. Oh. Ah. Ah. Right. Oh, well, hopefully this thing is recording as... Um... There's no phone signal. Well, that shouldn't affect the recording app. I, I, I found a point where the perimeter fence had been pretty much flattened by the bushes and shrubs growing over it. Now, I, I, I'm just inside with a good view of the castle. Well, as good a view as dusk will allow. There's nothing happening at the moment. No, 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 no wait. No, no, no. There's, there's a light in one of the windows. Yes, yes. Someone's in, that's for certain. I'll see if I can get a closer view. Uh, oh, there's a... There's a figure. Several figures. I, I, I can't quite make them out. I, I should have brought binoculars. <laughs> but there is something odd about them. They're, they're moving like... Well, I don't know. I mean, it's an uncoordinated fashion. Like they're, they're in a daze. I'll wait until it gets properly dark. Then I'll see if I can get any closer. And there we are. 
and submit. <laughs> oh, not finished yet, Dr Threadstone. Nearly there. I don't know why you're bothering, really. Two applications will give us double the chance of success. Oh, nonsense. They're sure to accept my application for funding and resources to develop a new super-efficient hydrogen-based fuel cell. Your submission for... what was it again? Refining the conductivity of nano-elements to increase the speed and throughput of micromonolithic circuits. Uh, hasn't got a chance, I'm afraid. Well, we'll soon find out. There. I've finished. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They say they'll get back to us within two hours with an initial response. Oh, well, don't be too disappointed. When they accept my application and turn down yours, you can come along as my assistant. Thanks. Mm, pleasure. So now we have to wait for two hours. Just time for another cup of tea. There are more of them. By the castle entrance, just, just standing like they're, they're waiting for something. They look pale and, and gaunt, emaciated, almost like walking corpses. I don't think I'd better go any... Oh, oh, oh dear, I, I, I think one of them spotted me. Oh, they're, they're coming this way. <laughs> it's, it, it's time I was going. Um, it's, it's lucky. It's lucky they're not very quick. Whatever they are, whoever they are. Recognize me? Kill intruder. Oh, oh no. Another email. That could be it. Unless it's that young woman in Russia who wants to send me her picture again. Is it? Uh, let's see. Start saving for your funeral. That's hardly uplifting. Wait, here we are. An email from Dominus Funding Applications. Now we're in business. What's it say? Dear Dr Smith, blah, 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 with reference to blah, 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 blah. Rejected? Rejected? Not good news, then. What? <sighs> oh, hang on. I've got an email, too. How can they possibly have rejected me? I bet they didn't even read my application. Unfortunately, there are no official records of my work that I can refer to. I'm above top secret. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind? Oh, that was our one chance to get inside the Dominus Institute and find out what's going on. One of our two chances. Mm -hmm. I've had an email, too. Uh... My application was fast-tracked. It seems I've been accepted. What? On a provisional basis. Subject to further demonstration. Mm -hmm. They're setting up a laboratory for me. You'll be up and running tomorrow. Let me see that. Oh, it's all right, Doctor. Don't be too disappointed. You can come along as my assistant.
a farmer at last. Thank you, boatman. Not a born sailor, are you? Beg your pardon? You were very quiet on the way over. Oh, it wasn't for want of sea legs, I can assure you. No, just as we were passing the headland, I had a strange sensation of déjà vu. Like you've been here before? Mm -hmm. Like the game was afoot. Mind yourself on the jetty, miss. I'll pass your luggage up in a minute. Thank you. Is it far to the Dominus Institute? The whole island's only a few miles east to west, but they've sent a car. See? So they have. How very thoughtful. Is that all your bags? I travel light. <laughs> he travels even lighter. Ah, here we are. I'll take those. You sure? Oh, yes, I can manage. I hope so, sir. You be careful now. Hmm? Sorry? What do you mean? I think they're getting impatient. Last chance to change your mind, Doctor. I never change my mind. Come along, Dr Threadstone. Oh, thank you for the ride. My pleasure, sir. And like I said, you be careful. You be very careful. Doctor. I must say, this lab they've given us appears very well appointed. Surprisingly sophisticated equipment. This lab they've given me, you mean. Oh. The living quarters aren't bad either. Yours is through there. Not that you've brought any luggage. I travel light. Hello. You must be Dr Threadstone. Yes. How do you do? Sir Andrew Gobinar. I'd like to welcome our new colleagues personally. This is my assistant, Dr John Smith. Delighted. As am I. We heard you were unwell, Sir Andrew. Unwell? Ah, hmm. uh, uh, you mean my non-appearance at the exhibition. Family difficulties, I'm afraid. Family difficulties? My sister, as a matter of fact. Uh, I trust you're settling in, Dr Threadstone. You've got everything you need? Yes, thank you. The canteen's closed this week, with most of our people off for the exhibition. In fact, there's only you and Dr Scott here. Uh, but it's not far to the pub, and the food there's adequate. Gobinar. Yes? Unusual name... Not to me, of course. I have had it a long time. Who have you now? Spanish in origin, I think. My great-great-grandfather, several times over, was from Spain, I believe. No, not from Gallifrey, then. I don't believe I've heard of it. Really? You see, gobernar is a Spanish word meaning to govern or to rule. A bit like dominus. I'm not following. Oh, I think you are. Dominus, gobernar, master... Master? The master. Oh, don't deny it. I knew at once. I'm sorry, but I haven't the faintest notion what you're talking about. Oh, don't give me that. No, hang on. You really don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Not at all, no. Then I apologise for confusing you. A slight misunderstanding. Let's shake hands and be friends, shall we? Ah, uh, yes, fine, uh -huh. if you insist. <laughs> Well, if you need anything, anything comprehensible, that is, my office is on the next floor. It's, it's well signposted. Thank you. Now I'll leave you to finish settling in. What was that about? Well, I was so sure. That man was decidedly human. I should hope so. I checked his pulse when I shook his hand. Only one heart, that's for sure. Could I be wrong? About what? How many hearts people have? About everything. This place. That's the name Dominus really is. Just a coincidence, after all. Oh, Damien. I was just going to give you a call. And I've saved you the effort by coming here in person. I thought I locked my office door. You did. But don't let that worry you. 
You've been to see our new arrivals? I have. The young lady seems pleasant enough, but her assistant's rather odd. Her assistant? Larger than life, wearing a garish coat. Didn't understand what he was on about, to be honest. Dr John Smith, his name is. <laughs> his real name is nothing of the sort. Really? Well, if you'll excuse me, I, I, I need to check on a few things. Mm, of course. So, Doctor, now you are here, the game can begin. Again. <laughs> John Smith, his name is. <laughs> his real name is nothing of the sort. Really? Well, if you'll excuse me, I, I, I need to check on a few things. Mm, of course. So, Doctor, now you are here, the game can begin. Again. <laughs> 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 you don't really need a lab assistant, do you, Dr. Threadstone? I need to finish setting up. And there should be some more equipment coming over from the mainland. But right at this moment, no. Then I'll leave you to it. What are you going to do? I think the gentleman who brought us over in the boat was trying to warn us about something. You're sure he wasn't just making conversation? No, but if he does know something, then I think we should find out what it is. I suppose so. Besides, it's a nice day for a good bracing walk. Oh, and while you're there, check my equipment's on its way, would you? Consider it done. Thanks. Captain? Ah, it's you again. Ah. How can I help? Well, I'm curious. Earlier, you seemed to be warning my associate and me to be careful up at the Institute. At least that was the impression we went away with. Well, it's only advice. Ignore it if you like. Well, what did you mean? Be sure you know what you're getting into. That's all. And do you know what we're getting into? Well, probably I shouldn't have said nothing, but it seemed only fair to warn you. Yes, but what about? I'm not sure, but... Summit's not right. You mean something to do with the Dominus Institute? Look, all I know is Dominus employ me to bring a lot of people over from the mainland in my boat. Like you and the lady. Well, there's nothing odd about that, surely? Nothing at all. But I bring far more people over here than I ever take back to the mainland. So, where do they go? Where indeed? 
It is rather a small island. Well, it's not like there's many places they could end up. There's the pub, a small shop, then there's Dominus. Well, you must have thought about this. What's your theory, might I ask? All I can think is that they use another boat for some journeys. Well, that's certainly possible. Well, quite likely, in fact. But like I said, it's a small island. Everyone knows everyone else's business. Uh, I can imagine. So why don't I know about no other boat? Or why pay me to take some people back and not others? Why, indeed. So, you be careful. Oh, I will. You can count on that. Come in. Oh, Dr Scott, it's you. Dr Threadstone. Sir Andrew told me you were joining us. I came to see how you were settling in. It's Heather. Everything's fine, thank you. Uh, Damien, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, call me Damien. Damien? Well, I'm just waiting for some equipment to come over from the mainland. Nothing too important, but it will be good to get it all sorted. Mm, I'm sure it will. Uh, where is Dr Smith? My assistant. Smith is his name, is it not? He's, uh... He's checking on the equipment. Oh, pity. Pity? Why? Oh, I wished to welcome him here also. Please continue. I must return to my own researches. You have a lab here too? Yes, over in the East Wing. It was nice to see you again. And you? You know, Damien, I got the impression that you were rather more interested in Dr Smith than you were in me. Why would that be, I wonder? That's not the way to the East Wing. So what's through there? Oh, come on, Heather. It's probably just the canteen. He's getting a coffee or something. Or possibly not. Steps leading down. But we're on the ground floor. Must be a basement. Well, we'll soon find out. Just a corridor. Could do with a bit more light. Now, which way? Ah, that way. And round the corner we find... Oh! But that can't be right. It's a dead end. It just stops. So where did it go? <sighs> well, if I wasn't suspicious before, I am now. And I followed him straight there, and he went downstairs. So then what did you do? I just followed him down the corridor. And where did he go? That's just it. He didn't go anywhere. Or at least the corridor didn't. I'm not with you. The corridor just stopped. It was a dead end. And Damien? Was nowhere to be seen. Intriguing. So, what do you think? I think it's unlikely he has a transmat or a teleport. I think it's unlikely he can make himself invisible. And I think you should show me this dead-end corridor in the basement.
And there we are. You see? Yeah. You're right. It doesn't go anywhere. Just a blank wall. But that doesn't make any sense. Unless... What are you doing? Uh, I was just wondering if... Aha! Somewhere here. Uh, What's that? An entry coder. Concealed behind a hidden panel on the wall. Now, if I can just carefully reroute... Are you all right? No. Yes, yes. Don't fuss. A door. But... Where does it go? I rather think we should find out. Don't you? Ah, I think we'll just close this up again. There's another room through there. It looks like a laboratory. Oh, let me see. Careful. Ah. There's someone out there. Yes. Several someones. Look at them all. What's wrong with them? I don't know. Pale skin, emaciated features. Not unlike the popular perception of those unfortunates often termed zombies. They're moving like they're in a trance, that's for sure. Except for the one in the middle there. Oh. Hooded, with his hands and legs chained. Prisoner, perhaps? They appear to be leading him off somewhere. There must be a back way out. Or another room... Right. They've gone. So let's see what we can find in this hidden laboratory. Are you sure it's safe, Doctor? I shouldn't think so for a moment. Come on. Look at all this stuff. Stuff? There's some highly advanced equipment here. Uh, alpha wave transcription. Psycho-monitoring. And that looks like a waveform variation synthesizer. Oh, stuff! Doctor, I think you should see this. Hmm? What have you found now? Oh, another prisoner. Unconscious. And, but why is he strapped to the table? Were they going to operate on him, do you think? Or monitor him, perhaps. He's wired up to all this stuff. He's got that same gaunt, pale look that those others had. You know, this equipment is rather advanced. Too advanced for Earth in this time period, certainly. We should help him. What? Oh, 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 yes. Okay, let's get the poor fellow unstrapped. You detach those wires and electrodes. Done it. Now what? Oh, ah, I think he's waking up. Must obey. Obey. Perhaps he can tell us who did this and what's going on. Well, I don't think there can be much doubt that our friend Damien is involved somehow. Now, easy now. Easy does it. Oh, thank you for that, Heather. Lucky that tray of instruments was to hand. Oh. Is he all right? I'm afraid he's dead. Dead? But I didn't hit him that hard, surely. No, 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 you didn't. I mean, there was nothing else you could have done. You saw how he was. The question is, what happened to make him like that? 
and to weaken his body so that a minor injury could kill him? And who was he? Well, from this equipment, I'd say he was something to do with Damien Scott's memory project. Somehow this man's memories, in fact, his whole personality, were removed. Leaving him like that, like a vicious animal. Terrified, more likely. An empty shell, working merely on instinct. A template. A blank. Poor man. Yes. Oh, at least we know his name. What's that? An identity badge. It was stuffed in his pocket. Who was he? According to this, Kenneth Albrecht. One of the missing scientists. And what's the betting that those other people we saw are also missing scientists? With their minds blank. As you say. Except they were working to some purpose, not just instinctive. As if they'd been, I don't know, programmed somehow. Is that possible? Oh, anything's possible. Here, give me a hand. What are we doing? I want to get Kenneth here back on the table. Strapped down and wired up. He's heavier than he looks. So we're making it look like whatever was happening to him just failed and that's what killed him? Yeah, that's right. Well, if you can just reconnect those wires there. No point in advertising that we've been here. I guess not. And what then? Then... We follow those other blanks and see where they went. Where do you think this tunnel leads? I'm not sure. Good job there are lights, though. They hadn't made any attempt to hide the entrance. Well, it was already at the back of a hidden laboratory concealed behind an apparently solid wall in a disused basement. Good point. Can you hear that? Yes. It sounds like the sea. It is the sea. Look. Yeah. There's the end of the tunnel. It comes out on a beach. You were right. We're in a cave. A cave at the bottom of the cliffs, I suspect. I suppose we should have guessed. It's a small island, after all. Yes, you see, I was right. Cliffs. Even so, I wonder where we are. And where those blank people went. Yes. Let's see if we can find a way up to the top. That could be a path over there. Hmm? It doesn't look too steep. Oh, well spotted. And with luck, when we get to the top, we'll see something we recognise. I can't see the Institute, but I guess it's that way. I think you're right. What's that over there? It looks like a small castle. A bit too modern for that, I think. A folly of some sort, perhaps. Although... Although? What is it, Doctor? I'm not sure. But there's something, something about that place that seems vaguely familiar. You recognise it? Well, I certainly have the feeling I've seen it before, but I can't quite place it. Maybe you've seen pictures. Uh, maybe. Was it on the Dominus website? There were some shots of the island. Yes, yes, maybe that was it. So, back to the Institute. Unless you have a better suggestion. The evening's drawing in. I could do with something to eat. The governor said the canteen's closed, didn't he? Yes, but he did mention a pub. That's a point. 
He said we can get food there. And the other thing you can always get in a pub is... Drinks? Information. Ah, right. Though I'm sure we can get a drink as well. Now, if the Institute is that way, then from what our friendly boatman told me, the pub should be over there. No, no, I, I quite understand. Thank you for letting me know. Yes. Y yes, please do. Uh, goodbye. The nursing home, I presume? Yes, it seems Your that... Your sister continues to deteriorate. Uh, I'm afraid so. Is there any chance, Damien, do you think? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, there is every chance. You know how well the experiments are going, the results we have achieved... Yes, it, it, it's just that there's so little time. I hadn't expected our Alzheimer's to advance so rapidly. Then we must finish the experiments as quickly as we can. With your continued help and support, I can perfect the process in the next few days. Really? Oh, Andrew, would I lie to you? Your sister's condition can be reversed. I am close now. I am so very close. Oh, you enjoyed that. I did. It was rather good. <laughs> you not finishing that? Oh, I couldn't manage another mouthful. Pass it over, then. Well, the whole plate. Well, if you think you can manage oh, Thank you. I'm famished. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see it go to a good cause. Oh, isn't that a chap brought us in the boat? Sorry? Oh, you mean, isn't that the fellow who brought us in the boat? Yes. Over there, standing at the bar. Yes, it is indeed. You never told me what you found out from him this afternoon. Didn't I? No. Uh, probably because it didn't amount to much. And what he did say has rather been superseded by events. Oh? He told me he brings more people over to the Dominus Institute than he ferries back again. Ah. Exactly. And we know what happens to them now. Or at least how they end up. Exactly. I enjoyed that. I'm pleased to hear it. Now, all it needs is another glass of ginger beer to wash it down. Can I get you anything from the bar? I'm fine, thanks. Plenty left for now. Well, if you're sure. I'll ask them if they can clear the plates away at the same time. I expect they'll do that anyway. Oh, you're probably right. But I think while I'm there, I'll ask our friendly ferryman if he wants to join us. Because my conversation isn't stimulating enough for you? Because you might know something about that castle. You think it's important? I don't know. I think we should find out. Those blanked people were heading somewhere. And there's not much else out that way. Hush! Hush! Hush yourself! Really came to see if you were comfortable. I shall take that as a no. Believe me, as dungeons go, this is positively palatial. I know. Oh, my hearts bleed. Never fear, pitiful creature. It won't be for much longer. Soon it will all be over. Soon. <laughs> so, who owns it? The castle? The government, they say. It's been empty for years. What would the government want with a place like that? Well, I don't know what they used it for. 
before I took over from my old dad. Maybe it was something to do with the naval base. Ah, yes. We read that the Dominus Institute was an old military facility. Well, not much left of the original base. Dominus tore down most of it and rebuilt from scratch. Not short of money, that lot. Does anyone go there, to the castle? Nah, it's all fenced off. Not that they need bother. Really? Why's that? Locals won't go up there anyway. They say it's haunted. (laughs) Haunted? You mean by ghosts? Guess so. And has anyone ever seen these ghosts, or is it just rumour and gossip? Oh, no. There are people who claim to have seen lights up there at night. That's not terribly spooky. Figures, too. Some lads were up that way a couple of months ago. They'd had a few too many drinks, in my opinion, so I'd take their story with more than a pinch of salt, but they reckon they saw the walking dead. The walking dead? Their words, not mine. Did they describe these walking dead? Yeah, but only like you'd expect. Pale, thin figures lurching about as if in a trance. You know the sort of thing. We certainly do. Well, thanks for the drink, Doctor. No, no, thank you for such an enlightening conversation. Let's be going. Got an early start in the morning, so we don't want a late night. (laughs) I'll see you again, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you will. So, what do you think? I think that unlike our loquacious friend, we may well be having a late night. You want to go up to the castle and take a look, don't you? It would seem to be the logical next step, wouldn't you agree? I would. But if we're going looking for the walking dead in a haunted castle in the middle of the night... Yes? I'll need another drink first. We're lucky no-one seems to maintain this fence. If I can just pull it free from the post... Ah, there, that's done it. Well done, Doctor. (laughs) Don't worry about the bottom bit. We can climb over that. You sure? Ask me in a minute. Uh, Yes, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, we should probably fold it back into place, make it less obvious we've been here. Oh, here. Let me help. Uh, There we are. Oh, yeah, that should do. So long as no-one looks too closely. I don't think they get many visitors. Probably out of season. Come the summer, this place will be overrun with tourists and ice cream vans. There's probably a little gift shop inside. Oh, let's go and see, shall we? Now, this looks like the way in. It'll be locked. It's locked? Maybe we can find a window to climb through. Oh, ye of little faith. Mm-hmm. What on earth is that? Picklock. It's ancient. Ancient? It's not ancient. It's an antique. Belonged to Marie Antoinette, I'll have you know. <laughs> of course it did. Yeah, well, since this is an old door, an old picklock should be just the thing. <laughs> there you go. Well done, Doctor. I said you should have more faith. I never doubted you for a moment. There's no light. Hang on, I'll use my phone. There's a torch option on it somewhere, using the camera flash. Good idea. There doesn't seem to be a signal anywhere on this island, so I'm glad it's useful for something. There we are. Oh, that's better. Uh, Not that there's a lot to see. Although this corridor... What about it? And that entrance... Did I miss something? No, 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 no. It's me that's missing something. 
I'm sure I recognize this place. Perhaps your mum brought you here for an ice cream when you were a kid. Oh, I think that's extremely unlikely. Let's try this way. Or maybe you came here on a school trip? Even less likely. No sign of anyone. Nor that anyone's been here, even. No. It's all rather disappointing. Maybe we should head back to the Institute and think of something else. Not just yet, if you don't mind. I've got nothing better to do. Except possibly sleep. We're still on the ground floor. Maybe there's something interesting upstairs. Not that we've seen any stairs. Then that gives us something to look for. What was that? I'm not sure. Could be someone moving around. Or it could be this place starting to fall down. It came from below us. Dungeons? Oh, that's all we need. Oh, this place isn't old enough for dungeons. What we actually need are stairs down to the cell... And voila! So we're actually going down there, are we? I am, now that I've found the stairs, yes. Look, you can stay here if you'd rather. On your own. In the haunted castle. You make it sound so appealing. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right then. But you can go first. Agreed. Just hold that phone so I can see where I'm putting my feet, will you? This way, I think. As that's the only way the corridor goes, I'd have to agree. Aha, uh -huh. uh -huh. now we're getting somewhere. There's a door up ahead. The corridor keeps going, so maybe it's a storeroom of some sort? It doesn't look like a storeroom. In fact, you know you said this place wasn't old enough to have dungeons? Yes, I see what you mean. Solid wooden door with a metal grill set in it. There's a light inside. Then let's take a look through the grill. Oh, very odd. What can you see? Take a look for yourself. Oh, my. It is a dungeon. Uh, so it would seem. And that poor woman is a prisoner. Chained to the wall. But why? We have to help her. I couldn't agree more. She doesn't seem aware of us. Is she asleep? Or unconscious? Let's get in there and find out. She can't have been here long. Her clothes look clean. In mm. fact, she looks very ordinary. Like she's just come from an office job. Hold your phone so I can see the lock, will you? Uh, um, <clears throat> Doctor? Mm? I don't think we have time for that. Nonsense. It'll only take a moment to pick the lock. Yes, but we have company. What? Oh, more of our blank friends. All the same ones again. It's all right. We are friends. We are here to help you. I'm not sure they believe you, Doctor. I'm not sure they even understand.
ones. All the same ones again. It's all right. We are friends. We are here to help you. I'm not sure they believe you, Doctor. I'm not sure they even understand. Do you think perhaps we ought to be leaving? I think perhaps we ought. Back to the stairs, come on. <laughs> We're lucky they're not very fast. We still have to find our way out of this place. Are you sure this is the way back to the entrance? Trust me, I have the instincts of a homing pigeon. Which way now? Um, Doctor, those things are still coming after us. Oh, well, this way. You're sure? I thought it was down there. Down there? Yes. Uh, oh, uh, actually, I think you could be right. Come on! Uh, I told you it was this way. Now we just have to get to the fence. That might no. not be so easy. Mm. Look, there are more of them out there. And coming this way. And the blanks from inside the castle must be right behind us. We can't go back. And we obviously can't get to the fence past them. What's that? Sounds like an engine. Look, headlights. It's coming this way. Quick, get in. You? Dad, what are you doing here? Time for that later. Just get in. I think we should do as your father says. Oh, thank you for that timely intervention, Professor Threadstone. My pleasure, Doctor. But how did you get here? But I, I drove through the fence. I, I'm hoping it left a big enough gap to drive out again. That's not what I meant. No, but I, I've been keeping a watch on the castle. Only when I get back to the pub. Now, I heard I just missed a couple of strangers following in my footsteps. We must have just missed each other. I had to hire the Land Rover from the landlady. She drove a hard bargain. But the walking was killing me. But I thought you were in California. I was. And I'm guessing you found that Arthur Makling wasn't. Well, there's no record of him. I mean, when I retraced his movements, it led here to the Dominus Institute. Why didn't you tell me you were here? Mm, I was worried you might follow me down here in some rash impulse. It seems I was right. Did you find Makling? I did last night. At the Institute? Sadly not. He was one of those mindless creatures that was coming after you. But what are you two doing here? We'll explain on the way. On the way where? Back to the Dominus Institute. Are you sure you want to go back there? I mean, I assume... That's where you came from. I got a grant for some research. It seemed like the best way to get in, and yes, we do want to go back there. Oh, oh, oh right, all right, all right. Right, and let's see if I can find the way back to the road. Dad. Yes? It's good to see you. Oh, and you. And thanks for coming to get us from the castle. That's all right. I mean, you were lucky to get out. The place used to be a prison. A prison? So I'm told. Of course. That's why I thought I knew it. You mean you have been here before? Indeed I have. After he was captured by unit at Devil's End, this is one of the prisons where the master was locked up. The who? A very nasty piece of work. I thought he must be behind this. But you said Gobinar wasn't the master. He's not. It's our friend Damien Scott. I should have realised sooner. But why didn't you recognise him? Oh, he's very good at concealing himself. And he can change his appearance. You mean like a disguise? Sometimes a disguise, yes. So, what's this master up to? I don't know. And why has he come back here?
Why don't I take you all the way to the Institute? Uh, best if Heather and I walk from here, I think. The Master may have eyes on the main gate. I'd sooner have him believe we're on our own out here for now. So we're not going to confront Damien? The Master, I mean? Oh, far too dangerous. It would be useful to know a little more about what he's up to. Well, I don't know about you, but I, I've had enough excitement for one night. I, I'm not as young as I was. Oh, uh, who is? Dad, you head back to the pub and get some rest. We'll be fine here, won't we, Doctor? Now, the Master doesn't yet know that we know who he is. That simple fact should keep us safe for now. We'll come find you in the morning, Dad. I promise. Well, if you're sure. I'm sure. Though, I don't suppose you've managed to get a phone signal, have you, Professor? Well, there doesn't seem to be a signal anywhere on the island. Do you uh, want to call for help? Yeah, that's right. With the master at large and up to who knows what, I don't think we have much choice. I'm going to call Unit. You should come back to the pub and call from there. Uh, no, I'd rather keep an eye on things here until Unit arrive. Are you sure you'll be all right, Dad? Ah, oh, don't worry about me. You just look after yourselves. We'll see you soon. You'd better. Bye, Dad. Doctor, we can't just ring for help from the lab. The phones could be bugged. Yeah, that had occurred to me. So? Come on. sneaking into the Master's own office. Oh, he'll be busy with some machinations. This will be the only telephone that we can guarantee won't be under surveillance. We could have asked Gobinar. Uh, he's probably in league with the Master, or under the Master's influence. I dare say that's how he controls the rest of this Institute staff when they're here. How? By hypnotism. Oh, it's a talent of his. So don't look into his eyes. I'll bear that in mind, thanks. Ah, there you are, you see? Telephone. Ah. It's ringing. At least there's an outside line. Hello? Hello? Is that the unit hotline? This is the doctor. What do you mean, Doctor Who? It's the doctor. Code word, uh, Buffalo. Does that help? I'm calling from the Dominus Institute to warn you that the Master is up to his old tricks again. I don't know what... what... Look, this isn't a joke. I can assure you it is not. The Master is here. What? What do you mean you knew? Well, it would be rather surprising if I didn't, wouldn't it? Doctor. Doctor. What? You! But... But you called Unit. Yes, I know. Every communication into and out of this facility is screened. Should anyone dial a number not approved by me, I receive an alert. Uh. Big Brother is watching you. <sighs> Doctor. Oh. These people, what have you done to them? All in good time. 
first of all, I'd like to make sure we can have a civilized conversation without you trying to escape or <laughs> anything equally tiresome. Restrain me. Do you mind? Get out me! Ow! Ah! No struggle. Some of them don't know Ow. their own strength any more than they know their own minds. So you're just going to have them hold us here? Oh, that would be such a waste of a valuable resource. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I meant them, not you, Doctor. What? Tie them to those chairs. Oh. Use those spare Ow. network cables in that drawer. Oh, what are you going to do with us? Now, that, that is an interesting question. Fortunately, I have an interesting answer. So, once you're... <laughs> sitting comfortably, I shall be happy to explain. It's not far now. <clears throat> I've forgotten how exhausting it can be spending time with the Doctor. What the devil's that? <laughs> I don't intend to explain the whole of my scheme to you. Oh, no. Well, going by past form, you surprise me. You may have a new body, but you'll never change. Well, is that a new body you're wearing? Or just an above-average disguise? <laughs> Trying to make me reveal more than is necessary, Doctor. Oh, you may have a new body, but you'll never change. Touche. Please, Master. You can't just keep us here against our will. Oh, I can do whatever I like. With you, Dr. Threadstone. With either of you, in fact. Ah, now we're getting to it. Take us to that secret laboratory you keep in the basement, I presume. There to drain our intellects in their entirety? What good would that even do you? The Doctor's intellect will be particularly useful to me at this present time. My TARDIS has been proving <clears throat> unreliable of late. Ah. So I've been harvesting scientific minds in the hope of repairing it. Yes, but... Earth mines, what use are they to you? Why, no use whatsoever. I don't follow. Oh, don't you, Doctor? Missing scientists? Dominus? Gobernor? This island prison? Oh, come, come, I could hardly have made my presence here more obvious to you. Oh. It was a trap. Any of the Doctor's many <sighs> incarnations would have served my purpose. There's always one not far from this time period. All I had to do was bide my time and quietly pick off a few known associates of his known associates. Arthur Makeling, for example. I knew you, Doctor, <sighs> the moment you blustered into the exhibition hall. I knew, I knew I had you. But you rejected his application to Dominus. Uh, for the sake of verisimilitude, I presume, drawing the net tighter still. Oh, no, not really. But it gave me great pleasure to contemplate your outraged reaction. <laughs> I could not resist. I wasn't outraged. I was merely piqued. Yeah, hopping peak. Then I am satisfied. I'm not too proud to admit, Dr. Threadstone, that the Doctor has come close to besting me on several occasions in close the past. Close to? Oh, let's not quibble. You could have asked for my help fixing your TARDIS, rather than going to all this trouble. Oh, it's been no trouble. No trouble. I can assure you. No trouble. What you did to all those people was no trouble. What people? She means the scientists you lured here. <laughs> <laughs> They're not 
people. They're not people anymore. They're mere leftovers with blank spaces in their brains where their minds used to be. I thought at first I would have to dispose of them, but they've actually turned out to be useful. They were even more useful when they were real people. Matter of opinion. In this state, they are superbly amenable to my hypnotic powers, as they have no thoughts of their own. They'll do whatever you tell them. Exactly. You're a monster. An inhuman monster. I'm a time lord. Of course I'm inhuman. <laughs> but now I really must apologise. You've a lot to apologise for. Oh, you don't know the half of it, Heather. Not even the smallest fraction. I meant I must apologise for leaving you. Oh, not staying to gloat some more. Sadly not. There is much I have to do before I'm ready for you, Doctor. Oh. But I'm sure you and the other Doctor will be able to amuse yourselves until I can get back. Even if you can't actually move, at least you can talk. Oh. Are you still here? In fact, you have my sympathy, Dr. Threadstone. In my experience, stopping him from talking is the problem. I'd rather listen to him than you. No accounting for taste. Bye, then. Come with me. I thought he'd leave those things behind to watch us. Perhaps he needs them for something else. Or perhaps he's just arrogant enough to believe we can't possibly escape. Can we escape? Um, no. Actually, I don't think we can. Uh, Sorry. Thank you for your help, my friends. Now then, back to the laboratory to set up the final tests. These cables won't budge. Are you having any luck? Sadly not. The knots are too tight. Too late anyway. He's coming back. Just be ready to take any chance we get to escape. Right. What are you doing here? Not an awful lot, actually. I was looking for Damien. Sir Andrew, can you untie us, please? But who tied you up? Damien, who do you think? Sir Andrew, listen to me. The man you know as Damien Scott is someone else entirely. A criminal mastermind called The Master. The master? Look, we can discuss it later. Just untie us. Damien is the master. Yes, that's right. He is the master. And I must obey him. What? Oh, no. He's hypnotised. Of course he'd have to be. The master takes no chances. But, Sandro, please, you have to help us. If Damien tied you up, I I'm sure he had his reasons. We're so close now. So... Very close. Sir Andrew, listen to me. Damien, the master, he's controlling your mind. My mind? No, you're wrong. It's not about my mind. It's my sister's mind. Your sister's? She's getting worse. Uh, the dementia. Damien's going to help. He can get her mind, her memories. He can get them back. Oh, I seriously doubt that. Look, you have to listen to me. The Master is controlling you, but you can break free of him. Break free. I can break free. Of course you can. Just untie us and we can help you. Yes. No. 
I must obey the Master. Oh, it's no use. We mustn't give up yet. Without the Master's constant attention, the human mind struggles to break free. Sir Andrew, listen to me very carefully. Listen? I yes? The Master is controlling your mind, but we can help you. Look into my eyes. That's it. Now, concentrate. Think about what's happening here. Well, shouldn't you be in charge of Dominus? Not Damien Scott. In charge? Yeah, yes. I am in charge of Dominus. Yes, that's it. Remember how it was before you met Damien. Can't you see how he's controlling your mind? Dr. Smith? Yes. Uh, and Dr. Fredstone? Why are you here? Well, why are you tied up? At last. Look, just untie us and we'll explain everything. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, oh no. Damien, thank goodness you're here. Quick, help me untie them. I'm afraid that won't be possible. Why not? What are you talking about? Though I do appreciate your efforts, Doctor, I'm afraid they have been in vain. You won't win, you know. Oh, but I already have. What's he talking about? Damien? Sir Andrew, look at me. Do you know who I am? You are... you're... You are the master. And I must obey you. Well, that could have gone better. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> Looks like I'm walking the rest of the way. Oh, sorry about that, old man, but from what the doctor said, I, th I think you were dead long before you stumbled into the road and got hit by me. Except that well, if there was one of you on the road, there might be others. I had better head back to Dominus. My friends, I assume that everything is prepared. Damien. The master, remember? The master? No. No, you're Damien Scott. What's going on here? That's it, Sir Andrew. Struggle against him. Remember your sister, the dementia. The reason you got mixed up in all this. Damien, Dr Smith says you can't help my sister. Have you been lying to me? <sighs> It's so very inconvenient when people exhibit self-will. What about my sister? Your name, Sir Andrew, is the reason you got mixed up in all this. My, my name? Gobernar. It means master. A wealthy businessman with a name like that? How could I possibly resist such a target? Now do you see, Sir Andrew? Damien, untie these people at once. If you won't do it, then I will. Oh, such a shame. Kill him, my creatures. What? You can't. No. No! Please, you're not serious. Don't you? Stop this! Please! They are very obliging. And now, 
I really am in charge of the Institute, which makes things a lot easier. A man just died. Which does present me with one small problem, I do admit. Ugh. Although, not an insurmountable. You are always quicker to kill than to think. I need to conduct just one more experiment to make certain of a few things. And then I shall be ready to remove your memories, Doctor. How very exciting. I can't wait. The experiment will, of course, result in the creation of another blank. Oh. More killing? Oh, it's not death. Not technically. You can't call it living. Oh, you can judge for yourself soon, Dr. Threadstone. You see, I was going to use Sir Andrew for the experiment, but now that he is <laughs> unavailable, I shall have to use you instead. What? No, you can't. Untie her and bring her to the lab. No, no, leave her. You can't do this. I'll submit to your process, but just leave Heather alone. Oh, no. Oh, no, Doctor. I have to be sure the process will work. Now, bring her. No. Doctor! Doctor, oh. do something. Help me! Don't worry, Heather. I will. <laughs> Somehow. You really won't, you know. But don't you worry, Doctor. It'll be your turn soon enough. Oh. Are you there? Stop them! They're hurting me! Then I advise you not to struggle. My blanks no longer comprehend gently. Heather! You useless old man, there's nothing you can do on your own! Where's the doctor gone? Oh, if I ever get out of here, I'm going to get Unit to send me on that escapology course that Joe did. Ah, Doctor. Oh, Professor. Thank goodness the Master's got Heather. I know, I saw. Let's get you out of that chair. Oh, but why did you come back? I ran into one of those zombified people, oh. literally in the Land Rover, which ended up in a ditch. Oh, lucky for me. Doctor, if we head for the pub and call Unit, will they get here in time? I'm afraid not. Things are moving much too fast for that. Ah, oh, thank you. But, Heather... Oh, it's all right. I know where they're taking her. So let's go and get her back. Oh, Thank you, Doctor. Oh, no, thank you. On the way, I'll tell you what's going on and see if I can't get some feeling back into my fingers. Secure her on the table. What are you doing? Please. You were people once. Don't you remember? Strap her down while I set up the equipment. We can't just rush in. We need to think of something to distract those creatures while the master's busy at the other end of the lab. Like what? Well, I don't know. You said you were carrying a primitive smartphone? The man in the shop said it was top of the range. Show me. What? All right, but I told you, I can't get a signal. I'm not trying to make a call. 
The main power feed to the lab looks to be an adaptation of contemporary technology. If that's so, it ought to be Bluetooth compatible. So? So if I'm terribly clever, I might be able to turn off the lights remotely or set off an alarm or something. And when you've done that, we rush in and grab Heather? Yes, only we don't exit the way we came. There's a tunnel leading from the back of the lab. That doorway, see? Got it. Hurry it up. I'm trying. My fingers are still numb. You're trying to turn the lights off. Yes. Well, wouldn't it be simpler to use the light switch? No, but... What light switch? Where? Oh, beside us. Here. But why didn't you say? Sorry. On my count. Three, two, one, go! <laughs> this backwards backwater. I thought we'd moved on from the era of power cuts. No. Wait, my equipment's still working. Which means the doctor. I know it's dark, you blanks, you stiffs, you worthless, senseless things. Get to the door, turn the lights on. Must I do everything myself? Dad? Doctor? Up for your feet. That's it. Go. The tunnel! Quickly! Get after them! Take them back here! I'm happy. Doors running about. Dad, they'll be right behind us. Look, if we can't speed up, we need to slow them down. Phone. Give me back my phone. If we can't get a signal outside, we certainly can't get one in here. Quite. I'm not trying to get a signal. Menu? Menu? Why do they insist on calling it menu? I mean, food's what you get on a damn menu. Dad, whatever you're doing, we need to hurry. They are blanks. They are mindless. So, I am willing to bet they don't know the difference between me and a recording of my voice. We don't have time for this. I know. So here's one I made earlier. Ah, excellent. There's a crack in the wall. May I...? If I wedge the phone in here, that'll keep the beggars busy. Come on, quick! Are we safe now? For the moment. With any luck, they'll have jammed themselves in that tiny tunnel. Does that mean I can get my breath back? Yes, but be quick. I'd like to go back to the castle. Why? What's up there? The laboratory we just escaped from contained highly advanced equipment that, if properly calibrated, could implant memories, experience, intellect into the mind. Yes, that's what the Master said he was up to. Except... I didn't see anything there that could remove those memories, etc. How was he intending to do that? Is the question that leaps to the forefront of my brain. Well, you think he might have another laboratory up at the castle? Yeah, it's possible. What about that poor woman we saw, the one chained up in the cellars? Yes. She may well be able to help us. And certainly we ought to help her. seem to be any of the blank creatures here. The master's probably got them all at the Institute. That seems likely. But let's keep our wits about us anyway. So, 
Who is this lady the Master's keeping prisoner? An excellent question, and one to which I hope we shall soon have an answer. The steps are just along here. Here we are. Locked. Can we break it down? No need. The doctor's got a thing of me. Marie Antoinette's. Ah, very handy. Uh, voila! Who... Who are you? I'm the doctor. Uh, these are Professor and Dr. Threadstone. Don't worry. We're here to help. All right, let's start by getting you out of these chains. Thank you. <clears throat> Why is the Master keeping you here, do you know? You know the Master? Unfortunately. There you go. Then I assume you know the Master was himself once a prisoner here. So we gathered. Why is this place so important to him? Why has he come back? When he was held here all those decades ago, the Master used stolen Time Lord technology to set a trap. What sort of trap? A trap for a very particular kind of creature. It took years for the trap to work and... By the time it did... Well, the master was long gone. That's right. But once it had been drawn here, the creature found itself stuck, held captive in a stasis field, still active despite the master's absence. Uh, and now he's come back for this creature. Yes. It's all becoming clear. Come on. We should get moving before the master gets us where we are. Yeah. Of course. Lead the way. What sort of creature was it the master trapped here? A mind leech. What? Of course! A creature that feeds on memories and experiences. It extracts them from the minds of others to sustain itself. So that's why there was no equipment for removing memories at the lab. Exactly. The Master used the leech to remove the scientist's memories and experiences to create the blanks. But he plans to use it to steal your mind too, Doctor. And once he can channel the memories from the mind leech into himself, that's what the equipment in the lab is for. That's why he needed to experiment on Heather, to make sure that process would work. But then we have to find this creature. But where is it? I'd have thought that was obvious. Oh, no. I think we may have made a rather silly mistake. You have. Doctors. Professor. You mean... I am the Mind Leech. And after being alone... In that cell for so long, with no access to fresh minds, I am hungry. <laughs> so very, very. <laughs> <laughs> Leech, and after being alone in that cell for so long with no access to fresh minds, I am hungry. <gasps> 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 
so very, very... Doctor, my head! It's like my brain is burning. Food at last! Thoughts and memories! Stop that! My two friends' minds are not for your consumption. You, Doctor, your mind is barred to me. Off the menu, I'm afraid. I'm a Time Lord like the Master. I can resist you for a time. You are also a Time Lord. Heather, Professor, get away from here. Head back to the castle entrance. I'll try and meet you there. Will you be all right? Don't argue, just run! I will not be denied sustenance! I knew I could resist you, Leech. The Master can, obviously. And anything the Master does, I can do better. Will the Doctor really be all right? We, well, he should have to trust that he knows what he's doing. How long do we wait for him? Well, we'll, we'll give it ten minutes. And if he's not found us by then, we'll head to the pub. And then what? We'll call Unit. Now, the question is... What to do with you, eh? Do with me? Well, I think you're as much a victim in this as those poor people whose minds you've ripped away. I have to feed. Which is why I can't let you out of this castle. You hear that? We've got company. We must leave. Escape. Too late for that. And I'm guessing that as you've already fed on these people, they have no minds to eat. So you can't stop them. Don't let them take me back to the cell, Doctor. I don't think they're likely to listen to my advice. The Master can't be far behind. I'm going to hide in this alcove, Leech. And and I'm going to trust you not to give me away. (laughs) Why should I not? Because I am the best chance you'll ever have of escaping him. (sighs) Very well. I'll do what I can for you. My little vampire of the mind. Going for a walk? (laughs) We can't allow that, I'm afraid. Master, I'm hungry. I must be free. How did you get out? Don't tell me. The doctor or one of his associates. Blanks, follow me. We must return this creature to herself. You'll feed soon enough. I have a real treat waiting for you. Just as soon as I find the doctor. Well, let's hope you don't find me anytime soon, then. Doctor! Oh. Oh, there you are. We, we thought it best to keep out of sight. Very wise. What happened to the mind vampire thing? The master and his blanks found her. Fortunately, I managed to slip away unseen. So what now? Call unit? No, there's no time for that. And anyway, I have a plan. What do we do? You two head back to the Dominus Institute. I don't know whether the master's managed to free the blank jam in the tunnel, so you'd better take the long way. And what about you? I'm going to sneak back down to the cellars and have a quiet word with our mind leech friend. What? You're mad! Uh, very probably, but only nor nor west. Now, while I do that, 
Here's what I want you two to do when you get back to Dominus. There are a few banks over that way, Dad. Look, you can see them through the trees. Then they're right between us and the hole in the fence where I drove through. That doesn't matter. If we go that way, we'll find the hole the Doctor and I made when we got in. All right, all right. Then we'll have to circle round to get back to the road to the Institute. Well, at least it's not raining. You understand what the Doctor wants us to do? I think so. I guess we'll find out. Back. Yes, but not to set you free, I'm afraid. At least, not yet. Not yet? No. First of all, we need to talk. I have a proposition for you. There's a hidden door just along here. I know. The doctor showed me when we came to find you earlier. Let's just hope that between us we can figure out how to open it. You would do that, Doctor. You will help me escape from the Master's control. If I can. But I need your help too. Will you do what I have asked? Of course. I have done terrible things to the people here. I know. But I had no choice. And at first I did not know what I was doing. I know that too. You're from Carmentia, aren't you? You know of my world? I do. And I know that you're just trying to survive. The population of Carmentia are all telepathic, so everyone's thoughts and memories are there for the taking. I assumed the people here were the same. They look like the people on my world. Feeding on the thoughts, on the minds of my own people, does no harm. It keeps our consciousness sustained as much as food and drink keeps our bodies alive. I know. But I'm afraid here it's rather different. As I discovered. But without... Suitable minds to feed on. I should have died. The reason why the Master targeted superior minds. To keep you fed. Perhaps it would have been better to have starved me. Someone's coming. You must go. Ah, too late, I'm afraid. Doctor! It's all right, I was just leaving. Oh, I'm sorry, Doctor. There's no way out. That... Oh, not you lot again. Hold him. Get off me! I don't know where your friends have got to, Doctor, but it's you I really need. So, we can ignore them for now. Huh. So, what happens now? More boring gloating and self-aggrandizement? <laughs> Sadly, we don't have the time. Good. Together with your new friend, we're all going back to the Institute. To your hidden laboratory. Exactly. Bring the prisoner to <sighs> Well, you realise, of course, that by now, Professor Threadstone and his daughter will have got a boat back to the mainland and contacted UNIT. The thought had occurred to me. Who is this UNIT? A military and intelligence organisation that is supremely qualified to deal with people like the Master. It'll take UNIT a while to mobilise them to get here. I'm quite happy to wait. Oh, but I am not. So, sadly, we shall have to dispense with the final test as planned and proceed straight to the end game. My mind. If I were you, Doctor, right now, I'd be thinking of all the 
happy times, because in just a short while, all those memories will be gone forever. Like this, Heather? I think so. Almost done now. Oh, God. Now, how long do you think we've got? Would you not leave me? You don't have to hold so tight. Oh, for heaven's sake. I guess that answers your question. Quick, find the generator. Attach these two to the equipment as I showed you earlier. Ow! Oh! Well, I assume this is to prevent me from shielding my mind. You assume correctly, so our mutual friend can feel. See that door, Dad? Yes. That's the other room. We need to get in there to complete the connections. Oh, hands and knees, then. Under the benches. Come on. You wish me to drain this man's mind? I do. But once we're all connected into the systems... All connected? You're joining us, then? When our friend here drains your mind, Doctor, the contents, the memories and experience will not flow into her mind, but mine. But I must feed soon. Once you have taken the Doctor's mind, you can feed on as many of the primitive inhabitants of this backward planet as you wish. Any final questions, Doctor, before we complete the last connection? Two, actually. If you must. When your mind is linked into the equipment, what will happen to these blanks of yours? Without my mind actively controlling them, they will become directionless dormant. I see. But only until the process is complete and I am automatically disconnected from the equipment. Oh, no. There won't be any chance for you to escape, if that's what you're thinking. I wouldn't dream of it. Well, I shall know soon enough what you dream of, shan't I, Doctor? Now, you are both fully connected, so it just remains for me to attach myself to the equipment. Wait! I had two questions, remember? Yes. Why do you need my mind to repair your TARDIS, exactly? Your knowledge of temporal mechanics is almost as good as mine. It was, but my memory has become unreliable lately. Unreliable? There are certain gaps in my mind, gaps in my knowledge. Oh, that's old age for you comes to us all, old friend. To me, even. Well, I can't think why I didn't recognise this island right away. Oh, I'm not senile, Doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Something happened to me a short while ago. Something painful. Painful? Oh, I see. Post-regenerative trauma. Well, I promise you that will fade. Your memories will return. Post-regenerative trauma... I do not intend to delay any longer. Can you see what's happening, Dad? Yes. The Master's connecting himself up now, so we don't have long. How are you doing with those remote links? This is the last one. If the Doctor's right, it will bypass the main equipment and broadcast on the same mental frequency as the Master's hypnotic control. We'll soon find out. Ah, looks like he's connected. Then the process will start automatically. 
Not long now, Doctor. Not long now until your mind is mine. That's what you think. Remember our agreement? Agreement? What agreement? I wasn't talking to you. What? Yes, Doctor, I remember. No, 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 no. What, what are you doing? I am doing what I agreed with the Doctor, just taking a tiny portion of his mind. My short-term memories. Enough to sustain you, but not so much it will harm me. No, 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 stop, no, stop. I must have his mind, all of it. I'm afraid not. A portion of my short-term memories is going to the mind leech. But if Heather and her father have done their work, then most is being broadcast on the same mental frequency as you use to control the blanks. Stop them! Stop them! This isn't right! You, stop the process and release me from this equipment! Wait, watch, and learn. What? When I say run, run. Listen to me! Listen to me! I am the master, and you will obey me! You must obey me! I must reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. No! Hold him! They order you to release me. I am your master! Sounds like it's working. Yes, yes, I think it is. Then let's get back in there and help the Doctor. Doctor, are you all right? You will pay for your meddling. Oh, do be quiet. Yes, thank you, Heather, I'm fine. Now, if you could just disconnect me... But what happened to Maitland and these others? A little dose of my short-term memory. They were empty vessels before. Now they have the vaguest inkling that they are me. So they won't obey the Master? Obviously not. Ah, that's better. Oh, thank you. I honestly cannot say that was a pleasure. Doctor, release me and we can come to an agreement, I'm sure. You're already part of an agreement. What? What agreement? Oh, yes. I did sort of promise our friend here that if she didn't take my mind... Yes? If she could have yours. <laughs> you can't do this! Well, of course I can. It's simplicity itself. While you're hooked up to that, I just reset this... and Bob's your uncle. Oh. Well, he's not, but you know what I mean. So? That's it? Well, not quite... Let's get the mind leech disconnected. Thank you. Well, you can take the master's mind from the main storage bank once it's been drained. Give me a hand, will you, Heather? Of course, Doctor. There we are. Oh, I'll never understand a monster like you. I'll take that as a compliment. To do this to people, to drain their minds and leave them empty, dead, or as, or as good as dead. As you said, you'll never understand... Arthur Makeling was a friend of mine. Now look at him shambling about aimlessly like an empty shell. I guess now you'll find out what it's like. You want to know why I did it? Can there be a good reason? Of course, of course. Come closer. I'll tell you. That's it, that's it. The reason is because I am a master. Now, now, look. Look into my eyes. Look into your eyes. The master. I am the master, and you will obey me. Yes, master. Now, release me from this equipment. 
Yes, master. That's the last connector. There you go. Thank you, doctor. All part of the service. Now to deal with... Professor, no! Dad, what are you doing? I must obey. Oh, thank you for releasing me, Professor. Really thought you could outwit me, Doctor. We have to stop him. <laughs> the blanked humans, Doctor. They will obey you now your mind is in them. Of course. Blanks, everyone, stop the master. Do you think I wouldn't have a contingency plan in case my creatures became uncontrollable? What? What's he doing? He must be channeling another order to them directly through the equipment. My dumb blank friends, you've outlived your usefulness. Now, die. No! Oh, a kill order. He's destroyed their minds utterly. We have to do something. Indeed we do. I shall stop him. No, wait! Shoot your father, Heather. I'll help the mind leech. You will die for what you have done to me. For what you have made me do to others. I don't think so. You do realise there's an exposed transducoid on the main power relay just behind you, don't you? What? Why don't you take a closer look? No! Don't touch her, Doctor. She's electrified. I did warn her. Heather, power down that thing. It's no use, Doctor. The monster. He's getting away. He's heading for the tunnel. And the blanks there will be dead now. You may have got the better of me this time, Doctor, but we'll meet again. That much is inevitable. And then... Is Dad like the others were? What? Oh, no, no, no. The Master hypnotised him, that's all. He didn't have time to do a very thorough job. Now the Master's gone, I imagine his control will lapse and... Oh! Aha! Whoa! Oh, what's, what's going on? Dad, you're all right. Yes, well, well I, I think so, but what happened? Where's the master? You don't remember. The master's gone. That's all you need to know. Oh. And the mind leech thing? The master shoved her into the main power relay distributor. Caused quite a bit of damage. I'm afraid... <laughs> I don't like the look of that. The whole system's on fire. But if that's the power distributor... Yes, exactly. I think we should get out of here before the whole place goes up. Come on! Uh, oh, which is the way out? Don't you remember? Things do seem a little hazy. It's this way. Oh, thank you. So, sorry, what was your name again? Heather. Yes, yes, of course I knew that. Uh, are you all right, Doctor? Of course I am. Fit as ninepence. I mean, right as a fiddle. I just seem to have trouble remembering the last few days. Short-term memory. What about it? You let the mind leech take it. What mind leech? Oh, yes, the mind leech. The one the master brought here. The master? He was here. No, 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 wait, of course he was, yes. So you do remember him? Dressed in black, with rather a sinister dark beard. Um, no, actually. There's obviously quite a lot I don't remember. Like what regeneration he was in, or even what he looked like. Oh, nearly there. The main exit is just ahead. Oh, I should think so. 
<laughs> Thank goodness. I don't, I mean, I don't think I could run another step. <laughs> oh, dear. Not much fun, is it, getting old? It's better than the alternative, I suppose. The memory goes, apparently. Mm. <laughs> I hope there was no one else in there. Oh, the master made sure we were the only people here. He didn't want anyone else getting in the way. You remember that, then? The memory loss is a bit selective. Thankfully, there's nothing missing that's too important. Well, not as far as I can remember. And what about the master? Gone, I expect. How? You didn't happen to see an Iron Maiden anywhere in the Institute? Or a horse box or a grandfather clock? Uh... Never mind. Suffice it to say, I think it's more than likely that he's far away from here by now. Very far away. Now I put the mockers on his latest scheme, which was, um... Something to do with fixing his TARDIS, Doctor? Yes. Yes. Using my memories to plug the gaps in his own. I wonder what caused them. Was it post-regenerative trauma, or was it... Was it what? Hmm? Was what what? Whatever it was he said. Post-regenerative trauma. Post-regenerative trauma, you say? Oh, perhaps. I'll have to remember to ask him next time we meet. If you remember to ask him. Yes. Ask him what? So, what happens now? The sun's coming up. I think it's going to be a lovely day. Well, picturesque though it is, I'd rather like to get off this island and back home. I couldn't agree more, though we should stop by the pub, so I can tell the landlady which ditch her Land Rover needs to be towed out of. But then, home, all right with you, Doctor. Yes, I expect you're right. Still, it's a nice morning for a brisk walk down to the harbour. And with a bit of luck, our friendly boatman Thank you. Sorry to bring you out so early. Oh, that's no problem. What do we owe you? That's all right. Dominus pay me a retainer. Well, they used to. Not quite sure what'll happen now after that fire. Oh, I'm sure there will still be people wanting to see the island. I'm sure there will. You heading back? No, it's a nice day. I think I'll go for a walk along the beach. Well, thank you again. No problem. Uh, You can get a taxi just over there, and the station's only... Well, I'm sure you remember. I'm sure some of us do. Uh, Yes, thank you for that. Enjoy your walk. Have a safe journey home. Thank you. Bye, then. (sighs) Well, I hope the train will have one of those little trolleys that sells biscuits and crisps. And hot liquid that tastes completely unlike tea or coffee. Hello? Can you hear me? The uh, doctor and his friends have left the island now. The master escaped in his TARDIS. Yeah, I was able to access the Institute, as, as you instructed, while the doctor kept him occupied. Yes, I identified his TARDIS, an obsolete computer bank. It was damaged. Yes, the tracking device is now in place. I understand. Now my work is done, I must walk into the sea. 
I must obey. 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 Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Can I come with you? I could show you the universe, if you wanted me to. Well, that's not good. But it's a dangerous place. If something is erasing parts of the time stream, I really couldn't guarantee your safety. Throughout all recorded history, blank patches of time spreading everywhere. Who is that? I'm called the Master. The notorious renegade Time Lord. Murderer of billions. Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. You're making me blush. Your worst nightmare. Made flesh. The universe is sick, my friend. Soon, very soon, it shall regenerate. Accustomed to taking orders. I am the master. There is a clue in the name. Doctor Who, the two masters. Please, take me with you. What's your name? Jemima. Nice to meet you, Jemima. Big finish. We love stories. I'm Jamie Anderson, director of Vampire of the Mind. This is one where Nick Briggs rang me when I was roasting some pork at home. <laughs> I don't know why that sticks in my memory so much and say, would you like to do a Master Trilogy? And obviously I said, yes, that would be amazing. I got the first script for And You Will Obey Me, uh, which precedes this story. And a couple of weeks later got uh, Vampire of the Mind, which is very different, actually. Different master different setting the previous one was in the in the 80s in sort of classic doctor who time territory and this one said in 2016 and seeing as we're in 2015 right now it's it's quite nice to have a, such a contemporary future to be working in and q so your father followed this arthur makeling to california to try to find out what's going on that was over a week ago last time he called dad said he couldn't find any trace of him Arthur's not contacted any of their mutual friends or colleagues there. 
I just don't know what to do, if anything. Uh, there's always something you can do. We just need to work out what it is. Fantastic. Absolutely rattling through this. Marvellous. Wish, wish. Uh, great. So, uh, scene four, page seven. Next, you come back into the room and uh, with your worry compounded. <clears throat> <laughs> the non-companion companion in this one is Heather Threadstone, played by Kate Kennedy. And actually, when I first read this one, it was really nice because although I, I love the companion role, you know, whoever is playing it, there's always something nice about the, uh, you know, but what what's that doctor? Why are we doing this doctor? The the questioning side, and Heather comes in as the kind of yeah, I know that. And she's actually a really good, not quite an opponent to the Doctor, but she's a good match for him. And so there's a lot of playfulness that comes out of that. So she, she's done just a, a fantastic job. She makes a really, really excellent companion. Colin and, and Kate have really kind of sparked off one another all day. And that's created a really genuine relationship between the two of them. I mean, they are pretty much like the Doctor and Heather when they're outside of the booth, when they're sat having lunch or whatever, there's still that feeling between them. So it's something that's very natural and has worked really well. So I was extremely lucky with that casting. It's a lovely partnership. Hello, I'm Colin Baker. I play the Doctor. Hello, I'm Kate Kennedy and I'm playing Heather Threadstone. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind? That was our one chance to get inside the Dominus Institute and find out what's going on. One of our two chances. Oh. I've had an email too. Mm. My application was fast-tracked. It seems I've been accepted. What? On a provisional basis, subject to further demonstration. They're setting up a laboratory for me. It'd be up and running tomorrow. <laughs> Let me see that. It's all right, Doctor. Don't be too disappointed. You can come along as my assistant. Brilliant. Yes. Really lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy with that. So shall we take, folks? Yes. The companion usually plays the role of why are you doing that, Doctor? Or getting lost to be rescued by the Doctor mm. or captured to be rescued by the Doctor or to boldly go into areas they shouldn't go again to be rescued by the Doctor. You know, there's no point in me walking along saying to myself, oh, look, there's a hill over there. I wonder where that goes. There's a castle on top of it. It's much easier if there's someone there. Oh, look at that castle. Yes, isn't that interesting? But the companions that I've had up to now have mercifully fulfilled a role greater than that. Each one of them, and I've had about six now, I think. Ooh. Each one of them has had a very, very distinct and distinctive character, which is great for me to interact with, because every relationship is different, you know, b between the the original Perry, who was always whinging and moaning originally, but has evolved. Bonnie I was only with briefly. And then on audio, there was Maggie Stables, who was a kind of intellectual equal, which was lovely. And there'd been a succession of troubling and worrying companions and little little Cockney flip. Currently, I've now got Constance, lovely Constance, who is a posh wren from uh, World War Two. And I'd like to think that I now have Heather Threadstone, Doctor. We can call each other Doctor. Because oh, yeah. she is, in essence, my companion in this story, in that we go around doing what we do together. And you. Hello? No, I'm afraid he's away at the moment. Can I help? Oh, sorry, Lucy, I didn't recognise your voice. It's not a great line, is it? I see. Well... 
I can ask him next time he calls, but I've no idea when that will be. I'm very happy with that. If you're happy to move on, folks. Uh -huh. Excellent. So scene 55, page 102. I did the casting, but, you know, you, you can meet people and look at their previous work and listen to voice samples and watch their showreels and all that sort of stuff, and you can get a really, a really decent feeling for what's possible but sometimes people get into the, the booth and they are, they're not quite what you expected. And actually, I think maybe Kate wasn't quite what I expected, but in the best possible way. You know, she far exceeded my expectations, even though what I'd heard from her already was going to be the right voice for Heather. Uh, and bearing in mind it's the first audio drama that she's done, I um, mean, she just did an absolutely stunning job. So many people come in and they kind of shrink a bit inside the booth and their performance is... is uh, just a bit too restricted. They, maybe they, you know, it would work on TV because there's there's much more uh, for the audience to to take in with the visuals and and body language and all that sort of stuff and facial expressions. But with this, you've got to be bigger, and she just hit it on the nose straight away. What I like about Heather is that she um, she's very confident about her own abilities. So there's there's not much questioning of, of what she can do herself. But um, there's very much a tennis match going on between them, especially in the first first half of this. But yeah, they, I think they. And she's got a nice sense of. Uh, she, she's not overawed by, you know, this time lord that she's. Yeah. Which she's met before when she was a child and knows all about clearly, and she's more preoccupied with finding her father. Boy. So this is nicely written for the two characters mm. to interact with a common purpose, and she cottons on quite quickly that old Sixie is uh, inclined to pomposity and arrogance <laughs> if allowed to get away with it, and she doesn't regard it as offensive but as amusing yeah, which is quite nice exactly i'm alex mcqueen and i play the master listen to me i am the master and you will obey me you must obey me i must reverse the polarity of the neutron flow no hold him fantastic I think people enjoy the personality of the master because he's obviously a very theatrical character, but also he's written, as I say, by various different writers. So there's a new tone to each episode or each series, and there's a, a slightly different approach. So this this time round, in this current um, episode that we're recording, he's actually a more darker, sinister, colder character than he is in some of the other episodes where there's a buoyancy and a colour to him. So uh, that variety, I think, is why people find it appealing. And also because he's a very naughty, naughty character. And I think, obviously, that's got universal appeal too. He delivers all the required megalomaniacal <laughs> glee in his wrongdoing. I, I, I know, Alex, he's, he's a very fine performer and he, he turns in a very good master. This is not the first time I've worked with Colin Baker. It's the first time I've worked with him as the master, but I actually played a part, I think, six years ago opposite him, uh, playing a very, uh, you know, a different role, but obviously in, the, in, in this series. So, uh, yes, I'm not adding a new Doctor this time, but I think I've worked with... I think I've worked with almost... All of them now, which is a really yeah, which is great. I'm very very lucky to have done that. I'd love to work with David Tennant and Catherine Tate because I know that they've come back into the um, into the mix, as it were. I know Catherine quite well, so um, yeah, one day it would be great to sort of be playing opposite them as the master. But we'll see. Yeah, and the rest <laughs> of the cast is brilliant. We've got uh, Elliot Levy playing Sir Andrew 
Gubernar, as we are told to pronounce it, who's uh, smashing, and her lovely mind leech, Katrina. Yeah, Yeah, she's great. Good cast. Lovely. My name's Elliot Levy, and I'm playing Sir Andrew Gobernar. And Hugh? Dr Smith? Yes. Uh, And Dr Threadstone? Why are you here? What? Why are you tied up? At last. Look, just untie us and we'll explain everything. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, oh no. Damien, thank goodness you're here. Quick, help me untie them. I'm afraid that won't be possible. Why not? What are you talking about? Though I do appreciate your efforts, Doctor, I'm afraid they have been in vain. Great. Thank you very much. I'll be typical of somebody of my age. I am 41, and so the... Doctors of my more aware childhood were Peter and Colin, of course. And so it's very thrilling to be uh, with with Colin today. And I'm sure, depending on your age, and sometimes it only takes a, a year or two to have a wildly different experience. And, of course, I was very thrilled when it, when it, when it came back on, on TV. But, I mean, reading this script, I know, it's just completely glorious, and it brings back just the the joy and simplicity of those stories and I think this story is a brilliant story I'm, sh- I'm sure it's typical of many of the ones that you do but I just, it's completely thrilling I mean and carried on reading well after I was dead if you know what I mean sometimes naughtily when you're doing radios you go oh, I'm dead now I might <laughs> I might stop but not not this you couldn't put it down it's naughty to analyze the character you're playing but um there's something sympathetic about him because you see how he's motivated entirely by uh a kind of, you know, noble pursuit. I mean, he wants to save his sister. It's a very common thing now, isn't it? You know, um, dementia and Alzheimer's and, uh, and all the rest of it. And we're all, we all know of people close to us or, or, or we're close to people who are close to it. And um, there's something slightly sweet and noble and, you know, scientific endeavours are also, are, are always, you know, sometimes pre- presented with this kind of double-edged swordness of them you know maybe if we pursue this line of inquiry too far that you know progress will have its corollary and you know it will bring about some sort of devastating negative uh, effect but I think yes I mean he's he's overtaken by the by the master and you know we, we see that he's he's completely under his power and of course the master isn't benign in his efforts but I think Sir Andrew just wants to save his sister and I suppose he's trying to hurry up the process um, I'm not sure he's entirely altruistic uh, would he want to save humanity well maybe who knows but you know in this story he's just desperately in pursuit of a solution it's it seems quite noble I am Katrina Knox and in this episode of Doctor Who I am playing well first of all a landlady from the West Country and then I am playing Mind Leech, who is a uh, vampiric, memory-eating alien. And that was fun. <laughs> Remember our agreement? Agreement? What agreement? I wasn't talking to you. What? Yes, Doctor, I remember. No, 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 what are you doing? I am doing what I agreed with the Doctor, just taking a tiny portion of his mind. My short-term memories... Enough to sustain you, but not so much it will harm me. No, no, stop! I must have his mind, all of it. I'm afraid not. People feel like they instinctively understand how to play monsters because they've they've seen so many and they've heard so many and 
you know, it's always in our consciousness. I think, and you think, oh, I'm just gonna, I think, and then you have to think about actually, how am I going to do this differently? And so, you know, I think in a way, so much of this work is like going with an instinct when you're in the room, you know, taking direction from from the brilliant directors and producers and engineers that are there with you, and kind of just just responding the, the scripts are so brilliant and they come alive it comes alive so much in the moment when you're when you're in that booth and you can hear yourself and you can kind of make little changes and tweaks it's not you know it's not like i've made this decision and that's it forever you can kind of um you can mess around with it and find the best voice for you and because you can hear yourself you're like oh that one works that one doesn't work whereas you know sometimes when you're at home in your bedroom going does this work i don't know i don't know you've got to be there in the moment i think so not too much preparation is the key, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite like a good hot mug of tea. Biscuit? Mm, best not. Uh, this is all sounding rather lovely. Are we happy to move on? Yes. Happy, happy. Very good. Yes, I haven't worked with Jamie before. He's lovely. I like him. We'll keep him, please. Mm. Jamie's a good, good man. Makes everything really easy, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Let's me do what I like as well. Yeah. <laughs> and laughs when I do it. And says, well done. Yes. <laughs> I think Vampire of the Mind is more standalone than And You Will Obey Me. I think all the stories in this trilogy have a, a standalone aspect to them. This one is slightly less involved, although when you get to the end and the boatman wanders into the sea and you're left thinking, well, who's he, who's he talking to and what? Why? What? <laughs> That's certainly how we were left when we, I read it. There's things like that which are illuminated when you hear the third story. But... It's a nice standalone one, and it's quite a, a small, cosy cast, which makes it less involved in many ways. And it's really quite nice for Alex McQueen's master to meet Colin Baker. <laughs>